snowing? Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane a-blowing? Not a speck of light is showing, so the danger must be growing. Are the fires of hell a-glowing? Is the grizzly reaper mowing? Yes! The danger must be growing, for the rowers keep on rowing, and they're certainly not showing any signs that they are slowing! Show's back again with all your favorite friends. Even AP Mike is here and Dudio and Pat. Hey, it's the best show. It's back whether you like it or not. It's the best show. And you know it's the best. And you know it's the and you know it's the best. Yeah, it's the best show. I told you we're coming back. Yeah, look out, chumps. Half wits. Creeps, no talents, fake comedians, frauds. You have been warned. The best show's here with a hose to wash it all away. Right, Mike? Oh, what are you? Yeah, great. Best show's back. What are you going to do? You're going to sit and listen to it, and you're going to have a great time. And I'm already terrified by that number I see on the phone, because I think I've gotten to know that number on line one. Oh, boy. Are we done yet? No? We're not? Okay. Well, it's the best show's here, and that's what we do every Tuesday night. And we're back, and let's have a great Tuesday, huh? How about that? 
Let's have a good time, everybody. It's time for the best show, and we're going to get it started right about now. this sound Mike good good we just heard Royal Trucks from the album Sweet 16 Morphic Resident it's classic stuff man classic stuff take notes The phone number 201-332-3484. And what are we talking about? You know what I'm going to do? You tell me. We'll just rap. How about a, rap, a good old-fashioned rap session? What do you think about that? Camp counselor style. Maybe I'll do some guidance counseling tonight. Remember, your, gui- your guidance counselor was terrible, right, Mike? Yeah, so was mine. That dude was checked out. I gotta get a job like that where you can just check out. I see here, uh, I'm looking at your, like this guy's, this guy's gonna tell me what to do with my future. He's doing a quick scan of, of, he doesn't know me. 
I recommend you go into. Uh, oh, great! Hey, I went and got a job in uh, in 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 all uh, in, uh, in hotel management because you said that was the thing. I didn't know what he was talking. Well, what's going on here? Here comes. Here comes Duty. Okay, all right. You get it. Look, you get it. Look like you're in a panic. You look, like he's got the look of terror on his face. Studio bursts in like he's like he's uh, like uh, like like he's like it's uh, the 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 net and he's close to catching. Who's the bad guy in the net? Dennis Leary. No, he was her friend. So yeah. Yes, he's got. Maybe I'll be a guidance counselor then. I'll just you just I'll do what my guidance counselor did to me to you. You talk for 30 seconds, and I'll tell you what to do with your future. Who's good here, Mike? Really? Do I have to do this, Mike? All right, Mike is... Besho, hi! Wait, hold on, I can't hear... Hello? Hello? I hear him in the background somewhere. Is that, a, is that on our end? Hello? I can't hear you. <sighs> Goodbye. I hung up on him. I don't know. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, how's yeah, it going? on his end. It was a... Oh, it's going well. Hello? That was, uh, hold, hold on one second, Chief. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. That's all we needed to make sure. Because I think that was Avalanche Bob on the line, and his phone was like... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So who's this now? Who's this? Hey, this is Gray. I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. Mike, Gray is on the line. What's up, Gray? Not much. Really glad to hear the best show back. Yeah, thanks. We We took a week off. Excellent. I was able well, to take care of some some personal business and then go to a rock concert also the same night is how it worked out. But, yeah, it works out sometimes. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad here. to hear. I'm currently having some time off myself, so I'm listening live like I never really get to do. So that's so, cool. So, Gray, let me just get the picture here. Greenville, South Carolina. Where Where is that? In the scheme of South Carolina, it's in the upstate. It's called the upstate. It's sort of up in the top corner, uh, near the like the Blue Ridge Mountains, kind of between uh, Charlotte and Atlanta on eighty-five. Sure, sure. Well, when so, you get up to West Virginia, that's Dudio country. That's where he grew up. Oh man, up. that's some tough driving up there. I know he's a West Virginia guy, Dudio. Those mountains drive me crazy up there. I know, right? The Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah. yeah, my wife lives in PA, and we drive through West Virginia. It's kind of kind of hairy. So yeah, I uh, I've I've driven through the Blue Ridge Mountains driving to Atlanta. That was not a fun drive. No, well, it's 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 pretty. You know, that's this good thing going for it. It's also terrible. Uh, also, hey, so there's like it's kind of wide open tonight. No topic. So let me get this straight. So gray. You're sitting back. Now, when you say, when you're gray, you're not like a gray, like an alien. Like, not, this is not, we're not, we're not in, uh, 
in no. Uh, no. our no, no, that's territory. My, uh, that's my name. Okay. My so official name. So you're in Greenville. Now, are yep. you in Greenville? Now, no pun intended. Are you in Greenville for a little of the old uh, is accent on the green? Right? You know what I mean, right? 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 Yeah. Huh? You're sitting back tonight. Yeah. Look, I can I can spot a guy. Hey, you're sitting hey. back. This is what you're doing tonight. You're sitting back. You're on your couch. Right? Yeah, I'm pacing the floor. I'm like all nervous okay, talking well, to you, you but... that's true. So you're on the thing. Yeah, yeah. you're you're in you're in, you're you're all jacked up now. I'm on I'm on tenor, tenor hooks. Yeah. Well, look. Gray, you relax, you relax. You, you, you made the cut, Gray, okay? Oh, thank you. I never know if calling early is good or if it's oh, better to hang back till don't later. Worry, don't worry. After this call's over, though, if I can guess, old Gray's going to slump back on that couch, take out his little, what do you got, a little a little, uh, uh, the little ceramic thing? What do you got? Uh, Coors Light. Might have a ceramic stein I can pour it into, man. Yeah. Oh, so you're just gonna have some cold Coors Light? You know, exactly. On a night like tonight, you know what I've heard is the most the way a lot of people are enjoying the summer of 2018. They sit back, what? crack open a nice cold Kirkland Light. Mm. You can only get them at Costco. That's it. That's the other thing. Only available at Costco. Hey, as it should be. That's yeah. you know. It has Back that there in the corner on the pallet. Mike likes that special. It has that special taste of of metal and what's it taste like, Mike? He said it just tastes like metal. You like a fifty six pack or something? Yeah, we bought a huge thing of it, and uh, I'm trying to unload it. And I, I told Mike he was forced to drink all of it. He that did not stick. Can I ask you about uh, I'm. With my time off lately, I've been able to catch up on some movies, and uh, I watched uh, Strocek last night for the first time. Strocek? Yeah, Strocek. Yeah, you watched Strocek, the Werner Herzog, uh, is that early 80s, Mike? 87. Mid-70s, yeah. There you go. So, so yes, that's the the movie that Mike recommended to me. That's the movie that got... My my relationship and friendship with Mike underway. And Mike, I just want to tell you this: you're here. Look, studio's great, Pat's great, but Mike, you remember this: neither of those two guys are fit to carry your jock. You just remember that. Whenever you look at them, just know neither of you two are fit to carry my jock. So, yeah, so Mike told me, he's like, yeah, this movie is really funny. And then I bring this thing home. He lends me his, like, his, uh, his Netflix copy when they would mail, I think they still do, but when they, when that was the primary means of Netflix distribution. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, I would go home, I'm watching, it's like, oh, it's, it's gonna be a good funny movie. What's it, what's it, what's this gonna be? Like a, uh, a, fu- a fun, Laugher like uh like what am I gonna be laughing it up like uh, like if I'm I'm watching uh 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 give me a good comedy, I can't think of a comedy. What's a comedy, Gray? Gray, what's a funny movie? Funny movie, uh what? Cannonball Run. Cannonball exactly. Like I'm gonna sit back and watch Cannonball Run. I'm watching this thing. It's this 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 foreign guy. 
He's in, in yeah. Wisconsin, and he's got then his, his lady friend ends up uh, in, in getting roped into prostitution, and then uh. he drives out to a to a, a ski la a lift, and oh. that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I was wondering it's if it ever happened to you. Like, try that, to that, try to keep the laughter down, Gray. I know I'm I'm bringing all the laughs back up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying. Uh, oh, no, no. And I came back, I came back in the studio. This, I saw this guy next week. I'm like, that was your idea of a comedy? And look, at that point, I'd said 10 words to this guy. He was screening calls. I'd say, hey, Mike. Two, that's, hey, Mike. That's two. Then, uh, then at the end of the thing, I'd say, thanks, Mike. That's four. So maybe probably, probably said 30 words to him. He was screening calls for months at this point. And then, I said to myself, this weird bleeper is a weird, is a weird bleeper, man. It's weird. This dude is weird as a day is long. Yeah. And then suddenly I was like, you know what? I like him. I like this weird bleeper. I like him. So weirdo. I like him too. And I'm a weird. I'm not saying I'm not a weirdo. That's just another thing driving me nuts, Gray. You get these comedians, they think. They think like they're normal somehow. There's nobody more defective than a comedian. These comedians, they think they're normal. I've been friends with a hundred of them, and I'm telling you. First of all, I'm, some of them I never speak to, never speak to me again. Some of them I never want to speak to again. That's just how it mm. goes. You know, some are more sure. public than others. It's, it's just the way it goes. I don't care. God bless everybody, man. You power on. I hope you take over showbiz. I hope you run showbiz. Hope you get every showbiz wish you ever wanted to come true. You know, and, uh, but that's neither here nor there. It's, uh, but you talk to these people and the worst of the worst, you know what they say? They think that they'll tell these stories about how weird they were and how messed up they were. But then they say, and now I'm all better. And then you're like, no, you're not. You're weird. You're as weird as you always were. Maybe you just don't have an, uh, this nail sticking out now. Maybe you hammered the nails down a little bit so so they're not just sticking out so so obviously. Oh man, yeah. So I said to myself, Gray, I said, yeah. you know what? With these weirdos, I'll own that I'm weird to the day I croak, man. I'm br- I'm br- yeah. everybody's a little busted. Everybody's a little broken. Everybody's a lot weird. I never understood these comedians who they. I'm normal, and I'm gonna just. You got nothing to worry about from those guys, man. You're, you're. Yeah. You're, oh, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I, I sometimes I dip my toe in these pod. I hear these podcasts, and I'm just like, you know what? We were doing this thing before there were podcasts, and these people, and it's like, look, I'm not gonna name names now, but look, one of these podcast creeps just took a big, big. uh turf out now mm. he's, he, I think he's on the run now fugitive style I think he's running around <laughs> and look I was na- that guy yep. I knew that I knew the score on that guy from day one and I called it from yeah. day one and I stand where I stand now and I'm not saying I'm not broken I'm sure. broken but that dude yeah. is one of the whenever they try to convince you they're super normal man Run. I'm telling you. Run. Yeah. He Mike, sniffed that guy out. Mike, on a scale of 1 to 10, how normal are you? Yeah, with, with like 10 being just a normal, straight-laced, 
a three. Yeah. That's about right. That's where I am. I'm hovering around a three, a two to a three. But they, these, 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 they'll tell you, oh, I'm normal. I'm no, I'm normal. I'm going to talk all about normal. Then they will, then the secret rage comes out right under the surface. I'm not like yeah. that, Ray. You know what I am? Weird. I'm, I'm a, thank you. Yeah, I'm weird. Thank you. It's, it sounds a little rough coming from you. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, te- I'm teasing you. Come on. <laughs> Greg, you're through the door. I told you. Hey, man. You're through the door, buddy. Here. But I'm telling you this. My image, my, you know, my image is, is a crab and a crank. and every, You talk to these people behind the scenes and say, Tom is a nice guy. A nice guy. Gets a, he acts like a crab on the radio and a crab. You always worry. You worry about the night. The, oh, I'm yeah. a nice guy. And I'm, oh, I'm everybody's buddy. And I, run. I'll take your version of run. that other version. When they're doing that, that means you don't want to be backstage with that person because that person's going to scream in your face. Yeah. Yeah. When nobody's looking. And then suddenly somebody comes around. Oh, I'm a nice guy again. <laughs> run. Run, Gray. <laughs> so, so go ahead. So you were watching Strozik. Yeah, and I've heard about the movie a lot, um, you know, sort of here and there on your show and everything. And I think I knew that the, you know, the part at the end where you're talking about in the mountain resort or whatever. Yeah, the, that was the, like the, the off season. It's like an off season ski a ski resort. Yeah, that was like filmed up in Cherokee, North Carolina, which is like a, you know, sort of a tourist trap area. Sure. But anyway. It, it shouldn't have done it, but it, like, took me out of it because he got in the truck and drove from Wisconsin to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I had to remind myself that, like, you know, 99% of people that see that. Oh, they, they have no idea. Yeah. Gray, how do you think I feel every time I watch uh, ha- ha- Harold and Kumar go to White Castle when they're in Hoboken and then they're just like, we're going to go to the White Castle in Princeton. We're going to swing by it. Swing by it? Yeah. That's a 75-minute drive. You're like, nah. And there's and there's 14 White Castles between Hoboken and, and Princeton. Yeah. Yeah, Bruno had, he had that frozen turkey. I was like, that thing's been thawing in the truck for like at least two days on that drive yeah. down. Yeah. It's like, why has he still got that turkey? It's the things we can't get past. That's what, that's what we can't. That means you care. I mean, you care, Gray. Yeah, what are you doing? What so. other movies did you watch with this downtime? And when you say um, downtime, when you say downtime, what are you doing? You you workman's comp? You faking an injury? What are you doing here? Down, no, no, I'm on, I'm on vacation right now. Okay. I'm off work. So. You're off work. You got a couple weeks. Oh, uh, I got until next Monday. I got the rest of this week. And my That's wife and uh, daughter are out of town Uh-oh. doing their thing. Look out. And, uh, yeah, the yeah, whole house is a man cave now, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yo, you got it, man. Uh, but I don't get to watch movies a whole lot, so I was sort. Of, I ended up sitting down watching most of Close Encounters the other day. Or, yeah. yeah, the other day. Sure, it's really good. I'm telling you, with Close Encounters, they picked a weird group of people to go up on that ship. That was a weird. That was a weird representation yeah. of humans. 
What were the qualifications? First of, all, first of all, I think they picked one woman. I think there's one woman going on there. I think it was like it was like 23 weird dudes uh, and one and one woman looking around me yeah. like, uh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable. Now imagine it's six months out there and they're uh, you know they're they're light years from Earth and then suddenly you go. I was, uh, hey, Carol, I, uh, you know, we're not going back to Earth, and the chance of me ever seeing a woman who's not from World War One, uh, again, who understands the things I'm interested in, and she's just like, oh, how many times is this guy going to ask me out? I'm stuck on this spaceship. Oh, get me off this thing. And then suddenly here comes another guy. Hey, uh, it's like... Hey Carol. Uh, hey, it's Earl. I wanted to know if I could talk to you for a minute. I uh, yeah. Hey, I was uh, wondering. Uh, is do you think there's any chance you and me could ever get? No, there's not a chance. Why don't you go ask Rosemary out the uh, the lady from the twenties that got swooped up? <laughs> so you watch some of Close Mercy. Encounters. Yeah. Almost all of that. Uh, what else? I went and saw um, A Quiet say? Place last night in the theater. I didn't see that. I wanted to see it in the theater, but I didn't get a chance to. It's pretty good. Was it good? Yeah, yeah. Didn't blow me away. I was kind of led to believe it might be a little bit better than it was, but, you know. What if when you were seeing the movie, you just kept pretending you were taking phone calls? Right? It's just like everybody's in the house tiptoeing around. I'm just like, Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals because I don't smell them. Gray here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm seeing some movie, some uh, some yeah. dumb thing. Quiet place. It's called a quiet place. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Call me back later, dude. What else? Did you have you seen Phantom Thread yet? No, I missed that one. I'm probably gonna have to see that on uh, Netflix or something. Yeah, you should but, check uh, and watch it. Do you like the movies of Paul Thomas Anderson, Greg? I like his I like his works. Well, yeah. then watch yeah. watch uh, Phantom Thread before the before the family comes home. Okay, all right, all right. I uh, appreciate the recommendation, man. Well, look, buddy. You call me anytime you want. You're 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 a good guy. You enjoy. Well, I appreciate your it, Tom. You do the best. You enjoy your summer. Take care. All right. All right. All right. Let's get this over with. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm well. To whom am I speaking? I'm Avalanche Bob. Bob it's, Kirby. How are it's you? Avalanche Bob. Oh my goodness. How are you, Avalanche? Then uh, I'm doing pretty good, Tom. Uh. Uh, things are moving pretty good, and um, I, I'm hoping to get a commercial for Red Bull. Uh, somebody knows somebody in that company, 
and I'm keeping my fingers crossed. You're hoping to get a commercial for Red Bull because you wrote some Red yeah. Bull songs. Right? Yeah. Is that right? Uh, listen, uh, I got a little song if you want to hear it, especially for what's going on now in the world. Oh, no. Is this the thing about the points? Is this going to be... Hi, Tom. Hey, what's the song called? It's called Sometimes Good Can Come From Evil. Sometimes Good Can Come From Evil. Yeah. Okay, let's take a listen to okay. this new Avalanche Bob song. Sometimes good can come from evil. Yeah, because exactly what's going on in the world. Well, you don't have Some... to say. Look, look. Let the okay. let the art stand on its own. You don't have to explain what it's about. Let the song stand on its own. The song is about love winning over evil. It's about love winning over evil. Right. All right. Now let's take a listen. Sometimes good can come from evil, as strange as it may seem. Ah, the poets, the poets, they write the words, yeah, while the demons scheme. And who knows what will happen, only the pickle and the fade. But in the end, I know, my friend, the love will conquer, hey. Yeah, the black clouds, they may come and try to cover the sun. But it's never going to happen. There's too much work to be done. But sometimes good can come from evil. Strangers it may seem. Ah, the poet, the poet, they write the word, yeah, while the steamer seems. Well, that's a nice song, Avalanche Bob. You like it, Tom? I do like that song. Yeah, I think it uh, applies so much for what happens in the yeah, world right now. Very, very that timely. It can come from evil. It's very timely. Unfortunately, it's a time. It's a song that there's a lot of evil out there, and I don't know if it's going away anytime yeah, but soon. Sometimes good can come from evil. I heard a song about that once. Not always, but sometimes. Someone should write a song about how sometimes good can come from evil. Uh, oh, wait, you just did. Pardon me? You did. You did that song. So what's going on? What Do you have any shows coming up? Anything going on, Avalanche? Yeah, uh, we've got some I'm gonna, things coming around. I'll let you know. I'm not sure exactly when, but there are things coming up. Maybe a show in Jamaica, Queens in a couple of weeks, and... Uh, this guy might put dancing in the club and this place across the street and he might have dancing, you know? Okay. And, uh, so yeah, things looking good, Tom. And well, I'm going to send, I'm, I think I'm going to send everything you've done, Tom. Of course. It's, it's, uh, my I'm place. sorry about the bad connection. Oh, but. you don't worry. That's technical stuff. We can't worry about that. We're, we, we the people yeah. who make things, you can't, you can't worry about yeah. that stuff. You did, you, you okay. call it. Okay. All right. I don't want to hold you. Well, up. look. I'm you gonna. This is what I'm gonna do. I want to send Pat out to to hang out with you. What do you? Th what do you think? Yeah, the that? connection's pretty bad. I guess. Okay. Well, you don't really don't want to. I'll try you another week. Okay. okay. All right. Bye. Take care, Tom. Bye. Have a great. Pat the, Pat. That is brutal. I try to set a thing up to have you hang out with Avalanche Bob. Your 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 connection's bad right now. Or you don't wanna. Don't know if I could, uh, I'm gonna send Pat out to hang, oh yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you soon, uh, Tom, I got, the connection's not good tonight, I, uh, 
burnt. That's a burnt, right? Well, you're never going to, duty is never going to let that one rest. Nobody turns a screw as much as dude is, is what, nobody, lo- nobody loves, uh, 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 Dudio is, Dudio's the guy who yells, you got knocked the bleep out when someone else does the punching. He's right next to it. Right next to the fight, he goes, you got knocked the bleep out. And then, like, wait, I don't see you knocking anyone out. And he's like, no, I'm a nice guy. I don't knock people out. But I'll certainly let you know when you got knocked out. And that's what Mike hates about him. Because Mike's always bad-mouthing him. Best show, hi. Hello? Hello, hi. Hi. You all right there? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, this is Tim in Point Pleasant. What's that now? This is uh, Tim in Point Pleasant. Tim in Point Pleasant. Hold that phone steady, Tim. Come on, t- tighten it up a little bit here. Sorry about that. Who's that in the background there? Who's the, the little kid in the background? What's going on there? Yeah, this is uh, it's Winston. Well, put Winston on. How old's Winston? Winston is uh, Winston's two months old. Two months. Yeah, that's not going to work uh, to put Winston on. Yeah. Um, so you're down in Point Pleasant. Did we speak yeah. a couple weeks ago? I did. I, uh, I, uh, we had a good conversation. The quarter, the quarters in the pizza oven. Yeah, that's right. You and your sister would harass the, the out of towners. Yeah. Who, who were, who came down and would spend their money down there and, but they would overrun your town as if they owned the place. Right. Because everybody sees how great it is off-season down there. It's nice. But there ain't a whole lot of money pouring through it. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I remember, you know, last time I called, it was my first time calling. And I was a little bit nervous. And uh, kind of, I got on the spot about some stories. But uh, after the call, I, I really kind of embraced my, my short trash upbringing. And, uh, you kind of just like, you know, invigorated that for me to kind of like reminisce about. I thought it was, uh, I was just going to share a couple quick, uh, stories from my childhood. Now, let me just give some context for people who don't know. Point Pleasant, New Jersey is down the shore, the Jersey Shore, which people, it's the, the, the legendary Jersey Shore where there are so many towns and they have beaches and some have boardwalks and all these businesses lined up on the boardwalks and it's it's just and in the summer it's just a zoo down there. So Point Pleasant is on the and look, I love Point Pleasant. I love it. If 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 if, if we're doing the old fashioned uh, uh, trashometer, and I'm not saying you're trash, I'm just saying it's a boardwalk. That has a lot of junky food and dumb games and stuff on it. Where would you rank it on a scale of one to ten on the trashometer? Point Pleasant, right? So, like, let's say like Wildwood's a ten, 
or like seaside is a 10. Let's say, let's say seaside is a 10. Cause seaside heights where they based the show Jersey shore for anybody who doesn't know that's a 10. And yeah. I would say somewhere like Sandy hook, which doesn't have a boardwalk is probably like a one, except there's like a, a some a, a, a nude beach there that God, no, I don't want to even talk about that. Mike, yeah, don't, uh, don't you come in I here think... and talk to me about I don't want to hear. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, uh, I'd say Point, Pleasant. I mean, it's changed a lot since I was, you know, a little guy running the streets. But uh, I would say, you know, it's probably, when I was a kid, it might have been like a, like a, a four and it's like been slowly rising as I've, you know, grown up and gotten older. Mm-hmm. Where is it at now? Oh man. Um, I don't know, maybe like a seven or eight. No, it's, it's please come on. First of all, you, you were a little too close to it cause you lived there. It was always kind of trashy and it's great. I put no judge. I love it. I clearly fit in. I go down there. I ate my. I ate more than my fair share of uh, uh, ice cream, uh, waffle ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. And uh, ordering the, the drinks from the giant lemon on the boardwalk there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. You know, I, I remember listening back to the previous show where you were talking about some, you know, boardwalk thugs, and you know. That's like, you know, straight out of nonfiction. That's, you know, some real stuff you're talking about. Straight out of nonfiction. You get it. So, so if, if it's a 10, if, if Seaside Heights is a 10, you're talking about a 8.5 for Point Pleasant at this, at this stage. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, the most reputable business on the whole thing is 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 a it's it's like a fudge shop, or like uh, those hermit crabs they put in yeah. like plastic football helmets. Exactly. You when you take stock of the whole thing and you really, what's the most reputable business here? The guy selling hermit crabs. <laughs> what Mike Jenkinsons? No, that's a it, it's a it's a, a degenerate bar. The degenerate bar called Martell's, where there's usually some Bon Jovi cover band, and I would say like a seaside, uh, like a uh, what's his face? What's that dude's name? Saltwater Johnny? What is it? And the Asbury Jew? What is his name? Southside uh, Johnny. Yeah. I was gonna say it'd be like his a Southside Johnny cover band, but I think at this point he plays there. He plays Martell's. We're having a party. Everybody's swinging. Hey guys, Hank to Bruce might be swinging by tonight. You never know. It's like, no, he's on Broadway. We know he's not swinging by tonight. Is that a motorcycle I hear? That sounds like the boss's motorcycle. Could be the boss. Who knows? No, he's on Broadway right this second. He's playing on Broadway. Who knows? He might come by. We might want to hang. You guys might want to stick around because the boss might show up and I don't want to go home. I think the boss is coming. 
hey, where are my mozzarella sticks? <laughs> I'm not singing another song until I get my mozzarella sticks. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that, this Martell's, it's the kind of place you go into, and it's like a food, it's like a food court. Oh, you can get anything. Oh, there's terrible pizza. Oh, there's terrible seafood. Oh, look over there. There's terrible sushi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at all these terrible options. Oh, you get a terrible hamburger. Oh, wow. So many great bad options. But Mike just yelled that. At, no, the hermit crab guy might be the only reputable person on the boardwalk. <laughs> that aquarium. Can you imagine paying to go into that aquarium? That see the Point Pleasant Aquarium. Yeah, you see a dead body float by. And part of the Ferris wheel that fell in the ocean. So go ahead, go ahead. So you you now, tell me your little story here, Tim. Uh, well, I mean, there's just a couple like little ones that I kind of just remembered since I last called. But, uh, I mean, not like, I was just thinking about like the whole hierarchy of like jobs you could have. You know, like there was like, you know, I talked about like we worked at a pizza shop and, uh, like the low, the, the lowest of the low of the jobs you could have had over the summer was like working the games, you know, like working like. Yeah. Selling those know, the, Coke the, mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, and then it kind of went out. Helen Coke mirror. <laughs> yeah. And I, as a kid, and, I didn't know those were Coke mirrors. The idea of like, I'm buying a little, I'm trying to win a five by seven mirror with Van Halen screen, screened on it. Screen, like, like, you know, screen painted on it. And then it's just like, then you think about it, it's like, who needs a little mirror like that? I don't know. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then I was just thinking about like, like with the kids, they would like all the, usually they had these like real heavy concrete benches that would face the ocean and these kids would like, take the bench and lift it and turn it around so it would face the board inside to the boardwalk and then just like heckle all the people that would walk by and just like shout things at them and just like hang out at this bench. And it was like outside that Joey Tomatoes place and they would always like heckle everybody. And, um, but, uh, so now it's, I mean, you know, even when you think about like, on like the tracker meter that like, was my family. It was probably like a nine or a ten. Look, like my, like my my older brother yeah. basically like ran the boardwalk. He ran. And like, Your older brother ran Point Pleasant Boardwalk. Pretty much, yeah. Well, let me ask some questions to get a good visual image. <laughs> How often was your brother shirtless on the boardwalk? Oh, a lot. Like a lot most of, of the time. Tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Was he loud? Uh, yeah, I would say so. And how would he harass people? I mean, I remember, you know, him and his buddies, they, uh, they, in, when they used to have those, like, cigarette vending machines in the arcades. Yeah. They, like, they, they walked it out of the back of the arcade and they broke into it and, like, took all the cigarettes out of it and then, like, ditched it in the inlet after they were done with it. <laughs> Yeah, that is, he, you're, I feel like I'm lifting the, like, like this conversation is making you just look at your life, uh, with, with the different eyes now. 
No, it really is. After I spoke to you two weeks ago, it really did. But yeah, and then I, you know, you win like. Uh, yeah, what are you going like, to win a box of Charleston chews? Right? Yeah, like the Swedish fish, the tiny Swedish fish, and you eat them all, and just like you know, iron stomach, rubber tailpipe kind of thing, you know. Yeah, look, those were the you had the, uh, uh, those were the days, but they might still be your day. They might be you might be saying those are the days. Sure, I still pull the same kind of stuff my old man did. Like he even like was you know above him. Like we used to, he used to do this thing where we used to go up to like the fancy beach, like the Bayhead Beach, where like mm. you know there wasn't trash all over the beach, yeah. and you know like snow cone wrappers in the sand. So we used to go over there, and we used to we lived maybe like a half a mile from the beach. We'd ride our bikes up, and once we got there, he would walk up to the badge checker. And um, he would pretend to be, like, looking around for the beach badges that we never, ever bought. Mm-hmm. He'd be, like, feeling his pockets. And then he'd be like, oh. And he'd look back at me and say, Tim, you got you got the badges, right? Like, well, Liz, you got the badges? You know, and he'd be asking all my brothers and sisters. And for, like, for, no, a, for a private beach that you have to have a beach tag on. Right. And it was, like, the nice beach. Yeah. And then, like... He'd be like, he'd go to the dad's check lady and he'd say, you know, ah, oh, looks like we have to ride back to Bricktown, which is like two towns inland, which, yeah, yeah. and then she'd be like, oh, oh hey, come on, go on. She'd like, yeah. let us on. We yeah. all got on the beach for free. Yeah. Well, look, like, well, it's still a beach. I get it. Look, it's not, it's not like you're taking stuff out of someone's house. You're just dropping your stuff down on the beach. Sure. Whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. Sure, your brother would drag a cigarette machine out of the arcade and break into it and steal every cigarette out of it, and then yeah. dump the thing, dump the. Box. And then he ended up being a bouncer at Jenkinson's, like later on in life. Yeah, he probably threw AP Mike out at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't talk to me that way. You ever get thrown out of Jenkinson's, Mike? Yeah, well, this this dude's brother might have bounced you. Well, look, this is great. You call me with any Jersey Shore memories that pop up over the summer. All right, will do. All right, you have a great night. All right. Good guy, good guy. You like those stories, Mike? And the part of being in New Jersey is this Jersey Shore that is that really is just kind of kind of trashy and but you look forward to it you had a road rage incident in Point Pleasant what happened all right well you come in and tell me in a come in and tell me in a minute not now I don't want to I don't want it yet I'm still not I'm not ready for it yet so yeah I ain't putting this dude down that's my back that's my background also but I'll say this, you get these New York people, everything's all New Jersey, it's all a joke. I don't see anybody from New Jersey going out to the New York beaches. There's no migration of people, New Jersey people going, oh, I gotta get out, I gotta get out to the, to the, to the New York shore. What? No. You go to Coney Island, that rickety roller coaster. That piece of trash.
to look at that and whatever that dumb Ferris wheel. Look, every Ferris wheel is dumb as far as I'm concerned. I hate them all. Last time I was on one of those, somebody started rocking the cage back and forth. I could uh, tell you. Not happy about that one. You go to Coney Island, you, you set your stuff down, you go out in the water, and then you get mugged down in the ocean. Right? Stick them up. Give me your trunks. Guy pops out of the water with a with a with a handgun. Mugs you in the ocean. Yeah, no thanks. Garbage beach. Y'all, all, all, they make fun of New Jersey, but here they come. You see those gold plates in the those what what, what color are those plates, Pat? New New York plates. White and blue. Yeah, I guess they are white and blue. But the other ones. Yeah, Navy, whatever. You see them, it's wall to wall. I don't see nobody from New Jersey. The the, the Turnpike is, the parkway is all clogged up with uh, New York people. Coming down to clog it up. You know, so. Look, I've done my fair, my my time. I've done my time at the Jersey Shore. Go, uh, I remember riding the rides in Seaside Heights and driving home and then throwing up behind a Wawa because I was upset. My stomach was so upset from the ride, from the Matterhorn. That was one of the ones I was not sad to see fall into the ocean because the Matterhorn would always beat me. By making me nauseous. Then I beat the Matterhorn. With a little assist from the hurricane. That's terrible. But yes. Come down to the Jersey Shore. Check that boardwalk out. It's a it's a barrel of laughs. Beshell, hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. This is Justice in London. Hi, Justice. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, I'm just at home, uh, kind of in need of life advice. You're in need of some life advice. Do you have guidance counselors over there? Well, you, um, you sound like I think an people, American. I think it has to be like a more serious situation to get a guidance counselor. Okay. Are you are you from England? Is that where you were raised? Yeah, born and raised in England, and my parents are from Ghana. Okay, but you're there, and you need some a little bit of guidance. What's wrong? What's wrong, Justice? Well, um, I recently dropped out of university. Now, when you say um, university, that's what we call college. College. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, college. Mm-hmm. And um, did you take your A levels? I took my A levels and I got like distinctly like average grades. Like both my brothers are like these insane. Like they both went to Cambridge, and um, basically just like completely like aped me in every aspect of my life in that way. And then 
like now it's like you know you have you have one son that goes to Cambridge and then another son that goes to Cambridge and then you have like pretty high expectations for a third one and it's like ugh. Well, it's, go easy. First of all, Justice, go easy on yourself here. So, so maybe you're maybe you're not uh, as academic as your brothers. Is that right? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> so yeah. that's okay, though. You, I'm sure you have a different skill set, right? What are you good at? What are you good at, Justice? Um, in terms of just like, I'm at speed, maybe. I can run fast, kind of. Okay. You're fast. Yeah. And what are you looking, what would you like to do with your life? Um, help people or, um, yeah, um, yeah, help, help people. That's a, that is a, that is a noble thing that is always in need. Mm-hmm. In what capacity would you be helping them? Like, would you be a public I don't know, maybe servant? Maybe I could. Uh, maybe I could teach some people. Teach sure. kids. Okay. And what, do well, you what do I teach kids? I don't know. You tell me, Justice. What do you want to <sighs> do? What 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 are, what are you good at? Are you are you looking to? Are you interested in in certain subjects? Um. Well, I'm interested in. Um, music. Okay. I'm going to say this is where it seems like you're at, Justice, and you tell me. You might be someone who needs to uh, just figure your thing out. Maybe your thing didn't pop as quickly as your brother's thing did. Right. To where they knew who they were earlier. You, you're, you're, the, you're the youngest of three? Yes. By a, by a long way. So you're in a position of having to kind of be your own person in, 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 in everything is in reaction to these two older brothers now. You're, you're, you are what they are not. Yes. So maybe it's time for you to just figure out what you are. The, when you subtract what you aren't, then you look at what's left and that's what you are or who you are. So you're saying I should subtract what I'm not. Yeah, you just you're not you're not some Cambridge. Uh, you, you, maybe maybe academia is not your not your your destiny the way it was for your brothers. But you figure out okay. what what's your calling. What do you, what do you if you close your eyes? What do you see yourself doing? I mean, I watch a lot of films. Maybe something in that capacity. You mean like, what, typing out subtitles for movies? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do with that? Do you want to... Like, m- a, like a film director. Okay, well then you need to figure out what that is. And you got to go do with that. You got to go start at the beginning of that journey. Kind of just, mm-hmm. maybe you just got to pick something... But give yourself a chance to pick something that makes sense to you, and don't keep judging yourself against your uh, your older brothers. Thanks, Tom.
So what's going on? What else is going on? Tell me something fun. Uh, I mean, the World Cup's going on, and um, which is kind of fun for people who don't really aren't that interested in football. Sure, it's a chance. It's a chance to it lets everybody in. Yeah, but I feel like it kind of shuts out the people who do what because now it's like now it's like everybody's thing. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not like football is some obscure thing that that suddenly hits. <laughs> it's still enormous. But now, literally, right. everyone can talk about it. Right. Yeah. That's a fair point. Oh look! It was really. It's really. I didn't start. I wasn't first in on that. Who's your big? Who's the football hero for for everyone in England now? Who's everybody's favorite? Um, Harry Kane. He's like a person who scored two goals. He just he's just a, a really like the most English person you can imagine. Really. How so? Was he wear, wear a bowler cap when he's a hat when he's out there? I'd say he's more like like um like a lad. Is he like a lad? Yeah, he, he he's more like a lad. It's like a Nathan Barley uh, type? Very barely. He kind of looks like he maybe knew he was going to be a footballer by the age of like four or five and kind of stopped his academic journey then. Sure, kind of like your brothers. Yeah, kind of like me. (laughs) Yeah, kind of like they kind of went the opposite side. They were like, I know that's what I want to do. And he he had this thing where he was like, okay, maybe I don't need to read that word. Well, look, you you give it some thought. Call back and let me know what you're going to do with your life. Okay. I will. Have a great summer. You too. Best hey. show, hi. Hey, Tom. It's Lena from Keyport, New Jersey. Lena? From where now? Keyport, New Jersey. From Keyport, New Jersey. Now tell everyone where Keyport is. I know where it is, but uh, tell everybody else. Uh, it's in central New Jersey um, on the Raritan Bay. It's called the Pearl of the Bay Shore. Um, usually the landmark that we use is we're like 15 minutes from Candy Hook. <laughs> okay, so, so what's going on tonight, Lena? I'm actually on a road trip on my way from New Jersey to Montana, and I'm currently driving through Nebraska, and it's like a crazy rainstorm, so excuse any noise. Now, why are you, what's in Montana, what's in Montana that you're, that you're going to look for? What is Um, that? My, my husband and I are fly fishing, and we're also doing some, um, we're part of this group that does like conservation events, so they try to do like, River cleanups, and they get together like local communities to kind of get people involved to like conserve the riverways in their communities. So we're going to do some of that peppered in with some sightseeing and some fishing. That's a nice trip. Yeah, I'm excited. We're actually uh, we're headed to North Platte to see um, Buffalo Bill's Ranch. That's where we're going to see tomorrow, and then we're going to head going to Montana after that. Well, you have your summer planned out. <laughs> I sure do. And now where do you uh, think, when you hear this talk of the Jersey Shore and shore trash and all that, how does that make you feel? 
Um, well, so I didn't grow up in New Jersey, but my husband did, so he knows all the details about the shore. But I was a New York person, so I have an interesting perspective. So growing up, uh, I grew up in Manhattan. So growing up, like, I was kind of had the perception of what you say, like, people in New York was like, oh, New Jersey stinks. Like, and I knew nothing about New Jersey. So when I started dating my husband and kind of going around, I was like, wow, New Jersey is actually really beautiful. <laughs> And uh, his parents used to have a house in Ocean Grove, so we spent a lot of time there. And I was like, this is really quaint and beautiful. Um, but I don't have as much experience with, like, the Wildwoods and all of that and growing up as a teenager on the shore. Well, you get it then. Now you are one of those New Jersey people, one of the New York people who are just like, boo, what, what exit are you from? <laughs> and then, then you're just like, oh, wait, okay, it's not just... Uh, a crummy factory, uh, right? Exactly alongside exactly. the highway. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, you have a great trip. I actually, the reason I oh, called oh, um, okay. was that I wanted to invite you um, and AP Mike to a dead night in Long Branch, New Jersey, in July. Um, well, I'm, I'm busy that night. That made... I'm, bu- I'm busy. I wish I could be there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, Mike can come in your stead. What night is it? It's uh, Sunday, July 15th. Um, and actually, the band that's playing are friends of Tom as well. Um, that's what I've heard. So there's definitely a lot of people that are friends of Tom in the in the oh, dead goody. community. Great. Just what I was finally, <laughs> finally, the master plan is, is lining up. So there's going to be a exactly. show. What Now, what band is this playing this? What is it called? Uh, it's. The band is called High Time, and um, it's going to be in at the Brighton Bar uh, in Long Branch on July 15th. High Times? Yeah. Isn't that just begging to get pulled over when you're just like, <laughs> like, right? Isn't that just begging the cops to just yeah. say, woo? I'm sure, I'm sure all of their cars are uh, stickered with High Times stickers. Yeah. Mike? Like when you say they're a dead cover band, well, what do you, what what error are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Uh, what era the band plays? Yeah. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I think they do the early side stuff. I've actually never seen them. Okay, the early. But... Would you want to see that, Mike? Now ask. Now now um. Can someone, what if, what would you think about this? I'm sure this band, the one thing they're missing if they're doing this dead thing. None of these dead trib, tribute bands has a pig pen. What about this? <laughs> Just picture this. AP Mike on stage. Floppy hat, right? Floppy, yeah. Floppy hat. He'll be up there going. I was on a four-day creep, baby. Right? Oh, yeah, baby. Would you do that, Mike? You would. Well, if this band, High Times, if they're such big fans of the best show, here's the golden opportunity for them. They could they could add AP Mike to the band as a special guest. You gotta pay him though. Oh my god. You gotta pay him. You gotta pay him though. This is not, this is not, uh, Seaside Johnny down there doing it because 
because he, he wants uh, free fish sandwiches for the summer. Because that's, that's, I'm sure he plays at Martell's, he gets free fish sandwiches all summer, right? <laughs> I get all the Bud Light and fish sandwiches I want. Wait, did anybody hear that motorcycle? I hear a motorcycle pulling up. Sounds a lot like Bruce's chopper. We'll see. <laughs> but now it's time for us to do We're having a party. It probably says on jo- these uh, these uh, these uh, Seaside Johnny flyers. Probably says just like and special guests? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Like tonight at Martell's on the Point Pleasant Boardwalk, Seaside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes with special guests? Question mark? Question? And then just like then he's legally can just say. Hey, we can put a question mark on it. Take me to court. You can't get me. So getting back to the matter at hand, though, the band High Times adds AP Mike, and they got to pay him. They got to pay him at least 75 bucks. <laughs> I I think uh, I have like a month to get money together to pay AP Mike, even if I have to do it myself. But I will definitely get in touch with the band, and I feel like they would totally be down, but that would be amazing. Just picture him up there going, oh, yeah, baby. Like, I'm, like he'll even do the Andy Kindler thing. I want to get it. You want to get it? I want to have it. You want to get it? You got to, because they lay there. You got to give it up, you know? <laughs> that would be perfect. Who knows? <laughs> Look, and there's no guarantees he's going to show up either. He might just take the money and run. <laughs> Not unlike Pig hey. in, in the spirit of Pigpen, yeah. <laughs> he might just grab the money and be a no-show. <laughs> All right, well, look, you have a great trip to Montana, and let's figure out this AP Mike uh, playing the Brighton Bar with high times. All right, that would be awesome. Thanks, Tom. Mike. What do you think about that? Would you do that, Mike? My Mike's big plan is to do. He wants to do. Pigpen. Pigpen does a, a a rap about pocket pool. <laughs> yeah. This is why. This is the the. This is why the loss of Pigpen is a tragedy. This is what I'll say. The loss of Pigpen is a tragedy because if that dude stayed alive, that thing would have broken up. He would have broken them up somehow. And then there would be none of this going on. It would be like talking about new writers of the Purple Sage. Grateful Dead would be like that. Like these dumb records you just see cluttering up, uh, <laughs> cluttering up used record bins. Next week, Mike. What do you think about it? What do you, what do you think about it? Have you been following the story of this movie, Gotti? It's out. Gotti's out, yeah. They're terrible. The reviews are, are, are so bad. And then today they actually floated the, the, the makers of Gotti. I gotta find this. This is what, there's, this is what they say. Um, at one point it had like a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes and 
the Gotti team, uh, the like the marketing team, I guess, is complaining. Uh, they're saying that this is like as if there's like some conspiracy against the movie. Audiences loved Gotti, but critics don't want you to see it. The question is why? Trust the people and see it for yourself. Yeah, the big secret. Oh my, could you imagine? They, they, they're they trying to make it like it's some secret great movie that just critics for some reason. Yeah, yeah, no mob movie has ever gotten a good review. So why, why don't you go see Gotti? You want to see Gotti next week? What if would you go to see Gotti during the week? What do you think about that, Mike? You want to go see Gotti during the week? I'll pay for you to go see Gotti. You write it off. It's a best show write off. And then come back with a movie review of Gotti. AP Mike at the movies. I want it's gotta be playing in Bayonne, right? One for Gotti, please. Yeah, I want you to see it in the theater. Not the, the none of that, uh, none of this trunk action. No, 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 uh, no bootleg DVDs of Gotti. John Travolta is Gotti in this thing. And that hair, that hair he's wearing in this thing. Ay, ay, ay. And you know who directed it? The guy who played E in in uh on Entourage. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you, uh, my friends, a couple things. First of all, you know Jason Walliner, right? He's a good guy. One of my favorite people. If you are in Los Angeles, he's doing a benefit in Los Angeles um, called Let's Save the Future. It's a benefit for Action Civics LA, which is a a good uh, uh, organization that that, uh, teaches kids all about, uh, I don't know what they teach them about. Just gets them involved. It gets kids involved in, in the, in, in being involved in, in, uh, in, being civically minded and teaches kids who might not have a chance to know about uh, kind of sticking up for their own future and neighborhood and lives about uh, about that and uh, yeah and the org it's called Action Civics LA and you can you can find out more about that but they're doing this benefit it's uh, June twenty first in Los Angeles. Uh, Who's at this thing? Natasha Legero, Nick Kroll, Kristen Schaal, Jerry Miner, John Daly, our friend John Daly. Not that these other people aren't our friends, but John Daly, Marcella Arguello, Nathan Fielder, our friend Nathan Fielder, Nick Thorburn. You know him. He's a great guy. Kate Berlant is, uh, I'm seeing it. Kiri Johnson. Yeah, it's a great lineup. And they're, they're, uh, and look at this. It's, uh, there's VIP tickets you get. Go to letssavethefuture.com 
and find out about it. Maybe it's sold out. I don't know. It might be sold out. But at least you support the charity if it's sold out. I'll throw I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw uh, money. Nobody got nobody gave me the name of a good anti-human trafficking uh organization that I said I was going to make a donation to. Nobody gave me that info. So somebody please give me that info. But go check this out seriously. He's uh, uh he's, he's organizing this thing and it's a big undertaking and it's uh let's save the future.com. And look, he's he's had it hard, uh, Jason. You know, his brother his brother is Wally Wacky man. It's not easy. That's what the charity should be for, Wally Wacky man. I'm going to suggest to him he does a fifty fifty split on this funnel some of the money off to the the Wacky Man Fund. Hey, this is money that lets me go to see movies like The Warriors to bring. My charity is bringing infants to R-rated movies. The Warriors. The Warrior Fund. The Wackyman Warrior Fund. Did you know that 99% of all children under the age of five have not seen the Warriors in a public venue? This is why the Wacky Men Warrior Fund is important. Thanks to your generous generous contributions, we'll raise money and hold regular screenings of the Warriors. Mommy and me screenings of the Warriors. Someday, 100% of our children will have seen the Warriors before five. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? Uh, this is Brian in Brighton, Massachusetts. Brian in Brighton, Massachusetts. What's up, Brian? Uh, not too much. I am uh, relaxing with a uh, with a seltzer water and uh, yeah. enjoying the uh, the uh, re- relay of the Wally Wacky Man uh, Fund that you were just giving. Yeah. So, the Wacky Man <laughs> Warriors Fund. Yes. <laughs> Very important charity. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, I, so I'm calling to uh, take you up on the, uh, the guidance counselor advice, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's hear. What, what's, uh, what, what's your deal, Junior? You got, tell sure. me, well, me a quick I, version it, so I can I, make absolute uninf- under, undercooked <laughs> pronouncements about what you should do with your life. Go ahead. No, that is okay. And and, and it's it's a, a relatively like kind of minor thing. I'm I'm pretty good on what I'm doing in my life. I'm actually a high school teacher, so which is why it's kind of funny that I'm asking for the guidance counselor's advice since I'm usually the one writing the passes there. And uh, I just wanted to ask you you're a you're a person who cares and is very supportive of other people and I want to to ask you about how you save energy for yourself, because that's something that how you I think what? Your, your phone got a little squiggly there while you were oh going. sorry sorry about that um how how far back do I need to go? Just you were saying you care about people, so I was wondering, and then that's when your phone got weird. Gotcha. Sorry about that, Tom. Uh, right. Yes, you're a, you're a caring person, and you're someone who you know with the best show and with you know you were talking about uh, trying to find an anti-human trafficking charity. Um, someone who, uh, 
uh, expends a lot of his own energy uh, in service of others, and I, you know, I like to think that I try and do that as well. And I'm having a hard time saving energy for myself. So I wanted to know if there was, you know, if you had any tips for how you do that. Well, I'm not good at it, <laughs> but you have to do it. Otherwise, you can't. It's a lot like when you're on an airplane and they tell you that if you're flying with a child that you have to put your own mask on, your own oxygen mask on first, then you can help the child. Because if you just try to help people without your own oxygen mask on first, then you can't help anybody, including yourself. I I, I have heard that and I have said that myself, yeah. That's it's why I true, said though. it in that voice. That's why I said it in that voice. <laughs> but look, this, but yeah, you just have to, you have to be able to... You have to realize this, Brian. You realize this. And I'm picturing the dog from Family Guys that talked to you. Do you look like him at all, Brian? Uh, I, I don't. I actually just got a haircut, so I can't even say I have long ears or anything. So this is what you do. This is what you do. You say to yourself, "So you have to say to yourself, it's all optional. It's all optional. You set the levels on your own life. Do I have to be on social media all the time? It's optional. It's not mandatory. You don't have to give it, a, give, a, give, a, hand your life over that. Do you have to be an, a news hound tr- chasing the news down every minute? No, you don't. Trust me. The news finds you. It you really to, does. You don't have to go toward it anymore. It shows up on your door. You can run from it and it catches you. Build your own, structure your own thing, because you're gonna, you, you just and you make sure you, you do the right thing with the balance, but be able to protect yourself a little bit so you don't go nuts. Because you know what they say. Well, we're never gonna survive unless. Wait, that's bad advice. That's not the. That doesn't fit exactly. <laughs> that's all. No, just take care I, of yourself. You take care of yourself also. That's all you got to do. Absolutely. And, and, and that's, this is going to, I, I love the best show and, oh, uh, this is going to sound kind of backwards, but that's yeah. why it, I was glad to see that you were taking time for yourself last week. Yeah. Well, you know, the wheels kind of fall off the thing sometimes and you realize that you are taking time for yourself, but, uh, but it lined up nicely for me to go to a show and I went to a rock show and saw my, uh, uh, my friend and somebody I admire, Kurt Vile played live in uh, Asbury Park last week. So that was very nice. nice. Yes. Well, I'm, he, I'm sure it was a great show. Well, I've seen him before. He's awesome. He really is. I'm going to talk about it now and say goodbye to you. Thank you. So, yeah, so I go down to Asbury Park. My friend, friendly, I go down. And then we go see the show, see Kurt Vile. And it's at this place, Asbury Lanes. Now I'm just telling you. Asbury Lanes used to be this divey kind of bowling alley that had a stage like a, a an actual bowling alley that had a stage set up across like four or six of the lanes and the bands would play on it and it was a bowl it was an actual bowling alley with the snack bar and all the the all the all the all the uh the trappings so this place closed a while ago cuz they're redo oh they're redoing it Asbury Lanes is being redone 
And this place, boy, did they redo it. Because you, oh, they're spending all this money on it. Oh, it's going to be, they're, 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 re, they're, they're really, no expenses being spared. So I go into this place. And look, I know it's not going to be like it was, uh, a bowl. I'm not, I'm not saying, why isn't it the, like the trashy bowling alley it used to be? No, they're updating it. It's not going to be the same. I get it. So I go into this place. And they do this pat down on me. First of all, they're just, check, there's security everywhere on this thing. You, you, you'd think, uh, you'd think the Pope was doing a concert in there. Right? I mean, there must have been eight security people out front at this thing. And I'm going up there. The guy's doing, he's waving the wand across me. He's patting me down. He's checking. Meanwhile, somebody walks in right past him. Just walks in. He's so busy over-searching me that he misses that someone else just walked by and went in. Then we get in there, and I'm like, whoa, this is not Asbury Lanes. The only thing I could, I, it, it brought to mind was the, 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 the nightclub in the first Blade movie, where the blood came out of the sprinklers. That vampire nightclub. With like, that would be, like... And the lights are going from the stage, and there's like these these searchlights. They didn't have searchlights. Roger Waters didn't have searchlights like this when he did the wall live that they had going on this thing. And they have a bar with a a wall of of booze going up thirty feet in the air, which who knows how they're supposed to get the drinks down from that thing. And then they got like a cool old-fashioned diner attached to it now. Yeah, it's 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 a this place is a disaster. It's a in two years it's going to be a night. It's going to be called Sensations. Asbury Park Sensations. Just be a just be a club. And they got the, 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 the lights are going. It's so oppressive everywhere. And then the sound wasn't so hot. It's like, oh yeah, but the, but Kurt Vile's playing on stage. And look, you know I love KV. But he, 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 it was like, it was almost like we had this spotlight behind, like it was like roving looking for someone in the audience. The only thing that was missing was like, like a prison break like I, like I thought I should have been moving along the wall of the prison hoping this, the, the searchlight doesn't find me they'll sick the dogs on me at one point we go all the way into the back of the room in the corner and these lights were blasting right in our face right in our like everybody's up front and everybody's like ah the lights in my eyes 
And then you keep talking to everybody. They're like, yeah, these lights are nuts. They keep blasting right in your face. We go in the corner to get away from everything. A light goes right in, right in our eyes. In the corner. Come on, Asbury Lanes. Tighten it up. You got some work to do. And you could tell this is like that it was like done by someone who just was like, "This is what Asbury Park is missing." What? Yeah, it's missing it. It's, yeah, you know what else is you know, you know what else Asbury Park is missing would be if you you put a Sam's Club right on the boardwalk. Doesn't mean you should have it. Mike, mark this down. Thumbs down. Asbury Lanes. If, if when you and High Times are at, are even considering playing there, I want you to think twice about it. Well, look, I'll go see shows there because the good, ba- good bands are good bands. I love them. Uh, what's it? Who's playing there in the in the uh, X Hex is going to play there in September? I'll go see that. I love them. Best show. Hi. Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. Who's this? Uh, great. Uh, this is uh, Jeffrey from Northampton, Massachusetts. Jeffrey from Northampton. What's up in Northampton tonight, Jeffrey? Uh, not much. I'm just uh, sitting here with my dog on the couch uh, playing Need for Speed. I don't know why. What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Doug Mulder. Doug Mulder? Yeah. What's my daughter name? named him Mulder, you know, from the from the X Files. Yes, and uh, we decided to give him my first name, Doug. So, okay, Doug Mulder. Yeah. And how's Doug Mulder doing? What kind of dog uh, is Doug Mulder? He's a. Uh, I think he's like half uh, Jack Russell Terrier and half Chihuahua. Mm, that's an interesting combo. Yeah, I'm trying to get him to make a noise, but he's pretty tired. He likes to, you know, he likes the couch. Sure. So the reason I was calling yes. is because I understand you're a fan of the Bar Rescue. I am a fan of the Bar Rescue. Yes, thank you. Did you know there? Was, did you know there's a lost episode? Now, for people, this Bar Rescue is this show that's on one of these dreary cable networks. Who God knows which one. And it's a show where it's a, a bar will be failing, and because because the, the place is filthy usually, and it's poorly run, and then they bring this guy John Taffer, who's this bar mm-hmm. expert, who he looks like uh, he he, he head. Yeah, his head is always on a tilt. It's like it's like a broken. Uh, like one of those things in the park that kids ride. It'll be like a, <laughs> like the spring the spring uh, animal ride in the park. You know the thing in the park where they go. Yeah, I think on. he's like a stretch person, like Mister Fantastic or something. Actually, he's like his neck is like stretchy. His head's always at an at an angle. Yeah, like it pokes out like Bowser from Mario too. I think that, that. And and that's what Asbury Lanes is a lot like. It seems like <laughs> it seems like John Taffer went to. The old Asbury Lanes, it's all filthy, and then he like goes, sees this filthy old bowling alley. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna turn this place. And now he'd call it strike, like strikes and spares. 
But that's the only thing it's missing is like the dumb name John Patrick <laughs> gives these things. There's a sports bar. It's called Touchdowns now. Always. Yeah. Always with that's the most obvious for... name. So. Right. End zone. End zone. Uh, end zone. Yes. That's yeah. exactly. So, yeah, this is what uh, this Asbury Lanes feels like. It feels like a John Taffer creation. <laughs> so. What about this lost episode? Tell me more, please. Oh, so I was like searching, you know, through the best ofs, and I found out about this episode called, uh, I think it's Down and Out in Music City or something like that. And um, it's basically what happened was they filmed this. Um, I'm going to tell you show. right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh-huh. You're I, I, eighty percent of me thinks you're the e-cigarettes for legs. <laughs> um, no, I wish I was in a way, but you know. You gotta save that for the very end. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. So tell me about this down and out in Music City. Yeah, um, it's at this place, um, called Boondocks, and it's Boondocks with like three X's, so Boondocks. But anyway, and you can tell when you watch yeah, Mike the show. Just, Mike just perked up if, finally. <laughs> huh? Huh? If you, what? if you, so they show this episode, and two days before it's supposed to air, the guy who owns the bar murdered someone. And because of like uproar, they decided not to air the show oh, no. and, you know, the spike or whatever decided not to air the show that night, except someone forgot to not show the, the rerun that they show at midnight. And this one person actually DVR'd it and it's on Vimeo right now. If you search for, um, if you search for the episode, like boondocks with three X's, or go to you know Vimeo and search for some guy, mm-hmm. some show or something like that. You will find it, and it is like so apparent when you watch this video. And there's this big warning about how like um, alcohol and guns don't belong together because apparently what happened is like the guy there was a musician who was playing and like six o'clock in the morning, the guy was smoking a cigarette and the owner of the bar shot him with a gun because you know you can have guns and bars at the same time, which is a great idea. It's a good, good mix. Yeah. It's a good, yeah. it's a good mix. I'm hoping that the bar rests. I'm, I'm hoping that John Taffer rolls in at masses. <laughs> well, I'm going to start a, like a campaign to get him to call in. Like, do I get points if I get him to call in? Yeah, you do. Yeah. You I'm do gonna... get points. 350? No, you'll get, you'll get uh, 3,500 points. Oh my God. Really? If you get John Taffer, that's one of the, that's one of the big ones. That's a golden goose, my friend. All right. These other these other candle made of him. So, well, these other three uh, out there that were we're all going to get everyone to call in, and they haven't heard any movement on that. Heard you, Mike. I get Mike was bothering. No, not Mike. Studio was bothering Sinbad or something. <laughs> like, I thought Sinbad. Okay, I actually thought he was dead for a minute, and then I remembered that was Heavy D. But. Yeah, no, he probably was saying he was dead to not have to answer <laughs> the studio's tweets anymore. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, look, you'll be you'll be uh, you'll you'll be in the the gold circle on that. John Taffer All rolls right. in, redoes <laughs> redoes masses. It's now called Bayo Nights. <laughs> what if he actually comes there though? What if I actually can get him to come there, and he just like. Shows up like mid show and just starts yelling at everyone. Yeah, like I love when he yells. He'd be like in Mike's face. He'd be like, "You think this is good? You think this is good?" Mike would be like, 
And why don't it's you Kirkland Light? Kirkland Light? Yeah. People like my special Kirkland Light. <laughs> and he'd pour one on on his head. And then the next day, I always love the I always love the the the. The, the, the truce that they strike whenever he shows up again and the next day. Oh, yeah. Look, we, we just both care about this so much and that's why <laughs> we, we can work together on this. Yeah. Yeah. We can do yeah. this. Yeah. I like how they cure alcoholism in 36 hours. And they can't, exactly. There'll be like an owner is just drinks himself into oblivion every <laughs> night and then John Taver's like, you get yourself straight and you stop it. <laughs> Yeah, because that's all it takes to stop drinking is yeah, getting it's a, choice you make, a, stra- a stranger, a stranger yelling at you on television. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh, suddenly I don't. Suddenly I don't have the physiological desire to drink anymore. That's so yeah. weird. It left. Me, it left me when that guy yelled at me once. <laughs> well, that's like an intervention, isn't that basically what an intervention is? Like a bunch of people get in a room and just yell. I, I, I never watch that show ever. That show's for ghouls. I never uh, seen it. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Have a good night. Good guy, good guy. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Mick in Newbridge. Hey, Mick, how are you? I'm good, good. Loving the show tonight. We're super oh. fun as usual. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. it. Hey, um, I know you're big into music, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. I, I, I like I like music. Cool. Well, you know, I, I've been getting into Phil Spector lately, and um, I was wondering what you think are the most, you know, crucial examples of that legendary, world-famous, classic Phil Spector walrus sound. The What's that? The walrus sound. The Phil Spector... His sound is... What are you saying it is? I thought you knew music. I do know music. That's why I came... It sounds like you're saying the Phil Spector walrus sound. That is what I said, yeah. Why? It's, I've never... It, that's, it's not the walrus sound. Yes, it is. Phil Spector's famous walrus sound? No. Yes, it is. Uh, well, geez, I guess you haven't heard... Uh, River Deep Mountain High, or You've Lost That Love and Feeling, or Be My Baby. Huh. Yeah, I wow. have I have heard them. and, and Doesn't sound like it. Well, it's certainly, I do know them, and that's, I, I feel like you're, you're, uh, you're just, it's, it's the wall of sound. Wait, what? The what? A what? Phil Spector's wall of sound. Why would no, it's not. why would it's you? Wa- go ahead, go ahead. It's the walrus sound. It's the wall. It's not. It's the wall of sound, Mick. No, it's not. No, there's no. It's not. Why would it be called a walrus sound? Well, pull up a chair and I'll school you, okay? Well, I'm sitting down, so I'm ready to get schooled. Well, maybe you should stand up. All right, I'm not going to because. I'm comfortable. Okay, fair enough. Well, if you knew anything about Phil Spector, you would know that when he first made those records, his first few records, people were going like, "Oh my God, this is huge! The the, the sound is so huge. It's like it's like a, a bunch of walruses are here in the room with us." 
because the sound was so big and booming. Exactly, yes. And then, so, you know, enough people said that to Phil that eventually he, wait, I just dropped something. Hang on. Oh, it went down a great, great, oh, great, G-R-E-A-T. It went down a G-R-A-T-E. Yeah. You're outside. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm always outside. Okay, well, look. Uh, so anyway, he, enough people were saying this sounds like a, like a bunch of walruses, it's so huge, he started bringing walruses to the studio. Okay. Yeah. And they, they played on some stuff. This is not, no, no. Do you know the beginning of, uh, of Be My Baby? Doom, 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 plop, doom, 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 plop. People yeah. think that's Hal Blaine playing that on the drums, and it is Hal on the snare, but it's a walrus on the, on the bass drum because, you know, he couldn't hold a stick. So the walrus just covered the bass drum parts. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I, I, apparently it was hard to sync up, but they, they made it happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I long guess and that's... Wi- long and Winding Road? Yeah. It's not Paul McCartney on bass. It's a walrus? See, I knew, I knew you knew. Now I know you're playing you, with you know, me. Mick, you sound like a grade A idiot. No offense. Wait, that hurts my feeling. Well, it maybe it should because calling it the walrus sound is that's next level stupid. Maybe you're next level stupid. Oh uh, well, I look. I'll say this. I know I'm right on this one. I, I you're pe- wrong. People call, and I'm always polite when they have these. These these gaping mistakes that they make, and I, I politely try to navigate past them. And but this one, I can't. I can't take it anymore. You're right, wrong. Well, I I will bet you that oh. I'm right. That it is the walrus sound. Okay. What what, what do you want to bet? All right. How about this? I will. If I'm wrong, which yeah. I'm not, you will get everything I own. Everything you own. Yes. Okay. And what are we talking about now? We're talking, uh, I have a Cadillac. Um, I've got two jet skis. I've got a, a 1969 Fender Strat. Um, I've got a speedboat. I've got a really cool Harley Davidson. Uh, I've got a, uh, a, a split level house. Your home also. Yes. You're putting, everything I own. You're putting everything on the line. I have a lot of cool clothes too. Okay. Yeah. Like any cool any cool concert shirts? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've got um God, I probably got at least thirteen different Y and T concert shirts. Okay. Why wow. Yeah. Are you from Couple. the Bay are you from the Bay Area? I am, yes, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So, so all your concert shirts. Any other crazy possessions here that I should be blown away for? They blown away by. I've got uh, some some autographed satin shorts that used to belong to Bobby Blotzer from Rat. Okay, so you're you were like a California metal signed, guy. yeah, by Milton Berle. So they were Bobby Blotzer's shorts. Yes. That, that Milton Berle. Signed. Yes. Whose nephew managed Rat. 
Absolutely. Little trivia here for you also. Do you know who directed the the uh, round and round video? Who? Don Letts from Big Audio Dynamite. Google it. I've done my homework. Now you uh-huh. do yours. Uh huh. Okay. Well, maybe that's what you should have bet on, Mick. Well, do you, do you accept the bet? Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm going to Google this right now, and you will get ready to weep. Go for it. I Googled it. Okay. Why don't you Google it? I did my work. You do yours. Now, you do yours. Do I sound, do I sound that cool? You actually do, to be fair. Killer. You sounded wow. pretty. You sounded. It was like being in an action movie. I always think my voice is higher, like it's too high. But when you did it, it sounded cool. And if you say that that's what I sound like. It was pretty cool. I like it. Was, it. I like it. Okay, cooler. here we go. Phil Spector. Yes. Walrus Sound. Okay. Uh-huh. Huh. Scrolling. <clears throat> scrolling. Okay. Still scrolling. kind of speedboat is this nice one yeah it's a hamilton 334 okay. uh, page, page eight nothing that says walrus sound huh? <laughs> oh man hey hey uh-huh. uh mick why don't you do me a favor and just check phil specter uh-huh. wall of sound and tell me if anything comes up right up mm-hmm. oh boy oh my goodness me holy <laughs> oh it's stunning oh huh? boy oh Mick Mickey 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 I thought you were going to say you did it again Mick <laughs> I did do it again. Oh, you've, so, because uh, it sounded like you were about to say, Mick, you've done it again, but then you didn't. So I was like, clearly this is a once in a lifetime mistake that, that you've made. Well, I, I bet, I've done some major bets in the past, but I, I, I'll be honest, I've never bet the whole farm. Mm-hmm. And you slid oh. it all in on this one. I did. I was, I mean, why wouldn't it be the walrus sound? Because I think there was never any walrus in the studio. I think that 
you you're probably getting faulty information the whole way down the line. Uh, well, Tom, I'm a man of my word. Yeah. So I'll come down to wherever you want me to come, and I'll uh, sign it all over to you. And because um, that's the way that's the way I roll. And um, me, my wife, and my 18 kids will just have to live in the woods, I guess. Well, it's the bet you made. I guess you'll go home and explain it to the, all of them. But this is at where this is at, and uh, I, I can't wait to check this house out. Wait, I thought once I said that we're going to live in the woods, you would say, no, it's cool. No, no, you were such a jerk to me. I was? You were such a jerk. I feel like you were mean to me. Ah, Look, I was probably not great, but you were the one who started this by telling me to sit down and get ready to, to learn the professor. Right. Yeah. Look, we'll figure this out. I'm not going to take everything. Okay. Please don't take any of it. I'm going to take a good amount of it. Oh, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> I'm going to take most of it. Most of it? Oh, oh. Well, look, I leave it up to you and your listeners to, to decide for yourself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's perfectly fine. Hang on. Let's get a better, let's get a better read on this. Uh-huh, I better. There's no way that's not a wall that's thumping that kick drum. Yeah, it's it's not. All right. Well, you have a good night. I, I, I yeah, and what? And you're never going to hear from me again. <laughs> no. You know who I am. Hi, Mick. <laughs> Mick, I got your number right here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Mickey, 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 you've done it again. Well, get ready to hand that stuff over. All right, get ready to watch me live in the woods naked with my wife and my 18 kids. Well, you can come out. Hello? Oh, okay. Lost them. You know how Spider Bags are one of my favorite bands, right? Well, they have a new album coming out in uh, August, I believe, on Merge Records. It's called Someday Everything Will Be Fine. And we are about to do the world premiere, world premiere of a song from Spider Bags from this new album, Someday Everything Will Be Fine. It's a song called Cop Dream, Black Eye, True Story. So let's take a listen to this. World premiere, Spider Bags on the best show. Right now. Wait, what happened? That ain't no world premiere. Gotta hear the music to make it a world premiere. Oh, I'm so fed up. Mike, I'm so fed up. My cool moment was just taken away from me by a dumb switch on a dumb computer. Here it is. Spider Bags. World premiere.
Yeah. Double shot on Merge Records. How about that? That was Michael Cronin from his album MC3, our friend Michael Cronin. He's so great. This album came out a couple of years ago. And then starting us off. Hot stuff, man. Hot stuff. From Spider Bags. The album's called Someday Everything Will Be Fine. Comes out in a couple months. It's great. And that song was called Cop Dream Black Eye, in parentheses, True Story. On Merge. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Yes, hi. Hi, hi, this is Sean in Chicago. Sean in Chicago. What's up, Sean? Not too much. I was very excited to hear you talk about uh, Gotti. Uh-huh. Mention that. Uh, just because I'm, I'm planning on seeing that later this week with some friends of mine. Now, you're not some, like, AV club egghead, are you? No, 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 no. We, we had heard about it because it, it had the, the 0% mm-hmm. on, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Mike's going to go uh, during the week. Hey, Mike. Oh. Who do you want to go with? Pat, Dudio's going to be a no-show on this one. He's his 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 car his card's pretty full. <laughs> Pat, you want to go? You go see Gotti. All right, come in here. Come in, please, please come in. All right. What do you think? You want to see Gotti? Yeah, I'll go see it. Go see it with Pat? Pat. Pat, will you go see it? What? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, yeah. So you go see it. The two of you go see it. Yeah, I'll treat him to lunch at Houlihan's. Well, Mike, here. <laughs> I'll see the movie. Okay, nice. Thank 50 you. Bucks. Wow, there you go. Fifty. I want you and Pat to have a nice time. Uh-huh. Very, you know who that was the kind not unlike the way Gotti would handle the moment. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just slipped Mike fifty. Go see the movie. Alright. Go see the movie, kid. Alright, man. Thank you, Tom. This is what this is what you should do. You and Pat, you go see it. You maybe get yourself uh what are you gonna eat? Uh, I go for the standard popcorn. No, you're gonna eat beforehand, though. No, I, I'd like to go to. I, I like to go to the early one. You know, it doesn't feel like it kills the day. Uh huh. Get in there before noon. Yeah. And actually, the movie's <laughs> less than two less less than two hours, which uh-huh. I, I see is a a, a good sure. thing. So maybe you uh, you're not gonna sneak like uh, any Kirkland lights into that, are you? No. But I think it would pr- be pretty easy to do. What would you think about this? All I ask is a picture of you in the uh-huh. theater yeah. raising a Kirkland light <laughs> with with John Travolta on the screen. Right, yeah, okay. If, if Pat could take a picture of you raising a Kirkland light yeah. to salute John Travolta as Gotti. Yeah, that should be pretty easy to do. And then look. Oh, 
what are you doing there? What is this guy? Yeah, he's doing something. You got some nasal issues? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just, I was breathing through my nose. I apologize. That's all right. Feel like I feel like an ear, nose, and throat doctor now. Like I'm checking this, giving this guy an examination. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that was right into the phone. Don't right worry. Don't phone. worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. So you and Pat, you go see Gotti. Now you got some money for candy bars. Yeah. You sneak a couple cold ones in, uh-huh. <laughs> and then you, then what are you going to do? You going to go eat somewhere afterwards? Yeah, there's a whole hands right across the parking lot. Oh, that's that chain place yeah yeah it's like a chain kind of pub yeah right yeah, the food's how is it? it it's not bad oh look 50 will get you pretty far on yeah, that well right it'll even get you further if you pop that back door open for pat <laughs> right <laughs> one for Ghani, please yep then all you do is you just tell them which door to go in it's too bad uh i i i'm working tuesdays because if we went on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. they have uh, they call it uh, Thrifty Tuesdays or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get f- cheap popcorn. Yeah, yeah. You mean you're working here? I'm, I'm no, I'm working okay. at my other okay. place. Right. So, look, you guys figure it out between you. You go see, and I'm telling you, if I find out you didn't go and you just <laughs> took the money you make up, if I catch you doing a Cliff's Notes <laughs> on the thing, <laughs> yeah, you know what'll happen? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. All right. You have a great day. Get out. <laughs> and take this guy with you. All right. You anything else, Chief? Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you if you had heard about the uh, the, the movie pass uh, uh, association with Gotti. I heard there's this thing, movie pass, that everybody goes and shows up and they, they buy the thing as a monthly subscription and then you can go yeah. to any movie. Was it Gotti was like some insanely high amount of traffic was well, going from movie passes? I think movie pass has like an investment in the movie Gotti. Like the company that owns movie pass mm-hmm. has like a financial investment in Gotti okay. and they put out a survey uh, asking people who use MoviePass to see it why they went to go see it, and uh, asking like, would you go see this movie if you know, with like, if you had MoviePass or if you didn't? Like, if you didn't have MoviePass, would you go see it? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And one of them is, why did you decide to see Gotti? And one of the options you can pick is zero percent Rotten Tomatoes score. Like, so it's the so they're actually at this point. Getting people who can't believe this movie gets that no one liked this movie and right. they can't believe it. I, I, yeah, I think they're trying to like gauge like are people just like hate watching this movie now using Movie Pass? Like mm-hmm. I think they're maybe deciding how they want to advertise the movie now. Yeah. So they're so they're doing it by saying this is the movie that no one liked. Yeah, you're never going to believe yeah. there's a movie that no one liked. That's right. So, yeah. Well, uh, so look, you're gonna go. AP Mike's gonna go. Pat's gonna go. You all go see uh, Gotti and uh, you have the time of your life. I'm, I'm very excited. All right. Well, you call in after you see it. All right. Yeah. I I all right, enough with this guy, the Gotti thing. All right. We Gotti it. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Hi, my name is Jen from Brooklyn. Jen 
from Brooklyn. What part of Brooklyn are you in, Jen? I'm in Greenpoint. Greenpoint. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Donuts. Peter Pan donuts. Yeah. I don't I don't eat them though. I'm vegan. That's all but right. That's the big draw. So that is the big draw. Yeah. So what's uh what, what what's going on tonight, Jen? I was calling because I had a very exciting thing happen to me last night that I wanted to tell you about. Before you tell um, me, before you tell me, let me just say, mm-hmm. I think I think we'll do half hour power tonight. So everybody, afterwards, you, 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 this it'll come out on Friday for the for the uh, the Patreon people on Friday. They'll get the an exclusive half hour power with the uh, me and the best show crew. We'll do the show afterwards, but you can call in after the show and be a part of that. So we'll do half hour power tonight. It'll come out on Friday. Go ahead, Jen. Okay, um, so last night I saw Keanu Reeves filming John Wick oh, 3. Oh, I knew, I, as soon as you, oh, where, where? Uh, in Times Square, uh, in Manhattan. Uh, um, was, was he running was, around, was he being chased by Halle Berry? I didn't see Halle Berry, there was a lot of fake rain. Okay. Um, uh, and lots of umbrellas, so I think he was running through... A crowd of people in umbrellas. I'm gonna say this. And then, so mm-hmm. so you're in Times Square. It's at night. Yes. And he's running around mm-hmm. with fake rain coming down all around him. Yep. And you're standing there. Yeah, I was across the street, but yeah. And what what happened then? What what else happened? Um, so I saw the film shoot, and I kind of immediately thought, I think this is John Wick three. <laughs> I know he's been around, so I've been sort of had this low level anxiety of like, will I see Keanu filming John Wick three while he's in New York City, mm-hmm. and wondering when he'll show up and where. Um, but then I was with friends and I didn't rush towards the crowd because it's not usually what you would do in Times Square. Yeah. Yeah. And no, then, you, you can't. Uh, you know, we were kind of looking at it across the street and eventually I saw this like flash of, you know, very clearly John Wick just for a second. He was wearing the white shirt, the black tie, his hair, you know, perfect John Wick haircut, soaking wet. And I was just like, Oh my God, it <laughs> was Keanu. He's really across the street. And then I started to think maybe I was delusional because no one else saw it. Because um, I'm a very big John Wick and Keanu fan. Um, yeah. I and then I can't someone wait. else saw it. I can't wait. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And <laughs> someone. I lost you. Hi. Sorry. I dropped my phone. <laughs> no then someone else saw him. And then I couldn't see him. I tried to climb on to the cement walk so that I could get a better view because I'm short Mm -hmm. and uh, then the scene was over and we kind of we saw him just walk away and he got in an SUV and his face was covered in blood fake blood and he was soaking wet and he looked so so exhausted and tired Uh, and he was sitting in the front seat of the SUV and like a child I waved to him (laughs) And so did 
pretty much everyone else watching, and he kind of waved back, and he drove away. See, he waved back. That's nice. So you saw yeah. John. You met John Wick then in a strange way, sort of. Because there's still a, of, yeah. there's still a window where he's not back to being Keanu Reeves yet. He was very much John Wick. Yeah. yeah. You met John Wick. Yeah. I got. I can't. I'll say this. First of all, this first John Wick movie is a perfect movie. Second it movie, is. everybody's just like, "Oh, second movie sucks." No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's not perfect the way the first one is. It's still really good. It's excellent. Third one, it's going to be him running around with Jason Manzukis and and Halle Berry and uh, 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 what's his face, Boban uh, Marjanovic, or, or however you say his name, the NBA player. Who would? Uh, why can't? They, first of all, I would say. Well, I couldn't be in the background. I couldn't run around with a machine gun. Okay. I know. Right? I I heard you talking about this last week, and I really think you should be in the movie. Just let me be. He could stab me in the neck with a pencil. <laughs> right? Just stab, he could stab yeah. me right in the forehead with a pencil. It, I mean, you. Uh, the reason I first watched the movie is because of you talking about it. Well, you know um, what, you know what, Jen? It's a story of my life. How many times <laughs> I hear, I listen to Giant Dog because of you. And, oh, I uh, go to Pinball Museum, Silver Ball Museum because of you. Ah, uh, John, we... but then it comes time. Oh, where am I? Oh, I'm out on the sidewalk. And I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm not on the sidewalk watching John Wick. <laughs> Someday. Someday they'll throw me a thing. And I just found out. I'm not going to get specific yet. I just found out, yours truly filmed something for a movie a year ago, a, mm-hmm. movie, a movie that comes out in a couple weeks, and I just found out that the scene was cut Oh no! for a major superhero movie. I'm so- sorry, Tom. I'm not going to name the superhero. But I filmed something for this first one, and this is the sequel. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was cut out of the first one, and I just found out I got cut out of the second one. Sorry. Someday, Jen. Someday I'll get mine. If I ever made a movie, I would cast you for sure. Oh, you're sweet to say that. You know, the thing is, though, I know. I know. Jen. Mm-hmm. I'll get it someday. I might, I might not be here for it. It might not be. It might not be during my lifetime. Who knows? I don't care. I'm just yeah. doing what I do. I can't worry about it. So I got cut out of the movie, the movie, the superhero, the Marvel movie that comes out in a couple of weeks. Not na- not getting specific. It's a mm-hmm. sequel. It's a sequel mm-hmm. to a Marvel movie that I filmed something for the first one in and moaned about for a couple of years, getting cut out of that. Right. Then filmed something for the second one. Got cut out of that. So yeah. Make me make me a soup make me make me scissor man, right? All the maybe. cutting going all the cutting going on. Alright, Jen, you're sweet to indulge me with this. I'm going to talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Mike. Unbelievable, Mike. Moment of glory, man. I don't get it. You're going to be up there with high times, living it up, doing your pocket pool rant, 
getting slightly further and further away from Pigpen to to where just like Pigpen they're going to fire you they're going to fire you from the the fake Pigpen is going to get fired from the fake Grateful Dead band then they'll bring in a fake Donna and Keith your favorite right Terrapin Station that's Mike Mike calls that the Holy Trilogy Terrapin Station, Shakedown Street, and Go Go to Heaven. Those are the three he listens to all the time. Another thing I wanted to mention is if you're in the New York area and you're looking for some work, uh, my friend, uh, Candace has a cleaning business that a, a few best show listeners have contacted and they work there and they are having a good time doing it cause it's a good job. It's like a, it's like a, uh, a, a cleaning service. You clean stuff and it's really, uh, but it's cool. It's a cool place. You work with cool people. I'll put you in touch. If you're looking for a job, you're in New York City looking for a job, and that sounds like something you'd want to do. It's it's legit work, and I'll put you in touch. Just email me at bestshow4life, number four, life, at yahoo.com. Try to make some connections. Try to help people out here. Right, Mike? That's all we try to do. Best show, hi. What's that? Oh, I said best show, Hi. Oh, hi. This is John from Kansas City. John from Kansas City. What's up in Kansas City tonight? Which Kansas City? Not a lot. It's not uh, 100 degrees. It's been uh, crazy hot out here the last week or so. It's not so bad today. I'm glad to hear you're getting a break. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I just saw the first commercial I've seen for Uncle Drew, the movie. I thought uh, you'd, you'd probably be excited about that. Oh, I'm pumped for Uncle Drew. I can't wait. I'm so interested to see see Kyrie Irving make his acting debut. And the only uh, thing, when this guy does his thing, the only thing that's, uh, the the earth's not the only thing that's flat. His acting. (laughs) It was, uh, it was, uh, with some restaurant, like, Applebee's, it was sponsored by Applebee's or something, and I thought it was fake at first. I thought it was like Eddie Murphy, Nunny Professor, hologram movie until I remember that you mentioned it before on the best show, and it was a real thing. They got these commercials going now, even better than whatever Applebee's thing you saw or, or, or dreamed or whatever. Yeah. You know the general, the general, the insurance company, the general? She- Yes, with Shaquille, I've seen, I've seen. No, that. no, but there's commercials for Uncle Drew with the General now. What? No, that hasn't made it out here yet. Then, jeez. Yeah, it's the General is like hanging out with Uncle Drew. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. That's that's the perfect storm. I've, yeah. Maybe maybe they don't even show us in the Midwest that kind of stuff. Maybe they think we can't handle it. Which they, we probably can't. They might think you're not ready for the general pairing up with Uncle Drew. I think that's a good thing for me. Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I recently traveled to New York City, and 
I heard uh, a bunch of people say the word Manhattan. I don't. I, th- I assume they were all from there, and they never said the T. Like all, it wasn't a single nationality or anything. It was everybody that said the word Manhattan said it without the T. Like and Ma- it drove me nuts. Do you get that at all? Manhattan. Something. Yeah. Man. Manhattan. Manhattan. It's like Manhattan. Manhattan. I don't know how they do it. I. They were all very smooth about it. I just yeah. didn't expect to hear that so often. Well, where are you know. from? Kansas City. Yeah, you said everything in that. I thought maybe you get comfortable with it. Maybe, well, that's what it is. Everybody's comfortable. They say they they barrel through it. How did sure. you like? That's... How did you like New York City for your first visit to New York City? It was incredible. There was a lot. There was so much to do, but it was so expensive. You know, I don't make. I make Kansas City money. I don't make New York City money. You know. So what did you do when you were here? Did you go? Uh, did you check out uh, Broadway? Uh, yeah, for a little bit. Um, I was helping my brother-in-law move back to Kansas City uh, he because he, he recently had it, huh? a child. He couldn't take it. The city, yeah, well, the it, city beat him down. Come get I don't me. know where you send the kids to school there. I, I don't know. I don't know. I live in New Jersey. Yeah. What do you sure. send them to? I think they send them to the M&M store. <laughs> Did you go to the M&M store and get some M&Ms with your name written on them? No, I can't afford that. I oh, get the, stop! The stop with the M's on the Stop with this. Stop with this. Uh, this uh, country bumpkin routine. All right, all right. I don't know what your big city press is up there with you. <laughs> Who do you think's buying the M and M's? Do you think people live in New York are buying them? I, I, yeah, I guess I don't know. It's for all you out of towners. That's who it's for. Yeah, well, you not take for them me. back to the farm. Yeah, they well. hope you plant them right. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna grow. We'll grow our own M and M's now. We'll never yeah. have to go back to New York City. We'll hey, never I have to go bump- back to Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a bumper crop of Jolly Ranchers going this year, so I don't need your M&M, New York City M and M's. Well, look, did you go? Did you see nine eleven? No, we we went to the Natural History Museum, and that was one of the coolest things ever. Uh, that's pretty much all we had time to do. Did you see the squid in the whale? Uh, no, no, we were there for three hours and we couldn't find that. That place is huge. That's bigger than that's bigger than the whole city here. Did you go to the David Bowie exhibit? No, we didn't make it there either. We saw uh, we saw the bugs. We saw uh, China. We saw a bunch of different. Uh, I mean, we saw all kinds of stuff. Three hours worth. Stuff, Did you get your picture taken with a minion? No, there was a huge line for that. A huge line. Well, I think you have to come back. I think your brother, your brother's going to have to move back, and you're going to have to bring him back. And you got to see. I'm going to show you my Manhattan, and it will be just with garbage. It will just be garbage. Let me, <laughs> please, don't fall for the tourist trap of Manhattan. Let me show you my Manhattan, and. It's, First, we're going to eat lunch. First, we're going to eat lunch at this Chili's in <laughs> on Fifty Third Street. Then we're going to let me show you a couple uh, 
interesting things about New York City. Let's also go here. There are different characters from movies in costume. We'll get our pictures taken with them. <laughs> it's a little obscure. And now let's go into this Walgreens. And uh, we'll check out some candy bars there. We'll get a candy bar at drugstore prices before we go to the M&M store. Sounds great. I'm in, dude. All right. I'll see see you later, bro. I'll see you there. All right. Mike. Best show. Hi. I'll see you later, bro. I'll see you there. Hi. Tom? Hi. Yes. This is Jesse in Astoria, New York. Jesse? In Astoria, New York. Welcome, Jesse. Wait, did I say Astoria? I thought you did. I meant Cherrytown. That's okay. <laughs> Jesse. I used to live in Astoria. That's okay. Now I live in Terrytown. Now you're in Terrytown. Yep. H- home of? Uh, uh, the Headless Horseman? The brother of the Headless Horseman. <laughs> I'm not privy to this information. The Tarrytown Lopper. <laughs> no, I made that up. Don't go repeating that. I don't want you to be at a thing and say like, you know, actually, the Headless Horseman's brother is from Tarrytown. <laughs> like, you'll just be at something and you'll sound like you are, like you're hemorrhaging uh, memory. And you'll be like, they'll be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the Terrytown Lopper. And then people feel like it. Are you? I like it. Yeah. So what's going on tonight? Well, literally, I'm just painting my nails and marking my calendar for all of the live best show shows because I keep seeming to miss them. But generally, I just got back from a puppetry conference. And I heard you doing a Wally Wackerman impression that I thought was spot on. Why, thank you. I, I take pride in my Wally Wackyman impression. <laughs> yeah, he's a friend of mine. So he actually came to my house and had a play date with my puppet, and they watched oh, Labyrinth oh. together, and it was pretty amazing. So, on. so you and Wally Wackyman watched a movie together? Are you a puppet? Yeah. Am I talking to a puppet now? No, I'm a puppeteer. You're a puppeteer. I, I'm basically like Z-Man okay. is to Wally Wackerman sure. as I am to my puppet, which name is Kitty. Kitty. Yep. Okay. So Kitty and Wally had a watched Labyrinth? Yeah. Now, how it's was on that? on YouTube. It was great. He actually showed up in, he had like full cosplay as the Goblin King. It was amazing. Really? Mm-hmm. It's Wally Wacky, man. He showed up. So the so his puppet was in costume. <laughs> yeah. Not enough that he's David a puppet. Bowie, who is the Goblin King, Jareth. As Wally Wa- Wally Wacky, so Z Man. <laughs> Z Man has a okay. So Wally the puppet had cosplay of Jareth, the character in Labyrinth, who is the Goblin King, played by David Bowie. I'm so confused here. I know. 
I'm just going to say it sounds like a blast and Wally Wacky Man is a is a, a legend. I yeah. love him. I love him. Yes. I love Wally Wack. I can't get enough of him. And I I just wanted to thank you for representing and including the puppet puppet kind, if you will, in your show. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm really I'm just you know how it is. Well, you know, we not everybody um, respects the uh, the well, puppets of fleece. I didn't say I respected them, though. Look, <laughs> this Wally Wacky man—he's a sweet, he's a sweet puppet. Z-Man shoves him into this uh, this, pa- this purple sack. Now. Yeah. And uh, guy, and your puppet's name is what now? Kitty. Kitty. Of Kitty and the Questions. Okay. Hey, Mike. And uh, you want to, uh, Mike? AP Mike, this call screen. He has a puppet also. Uh, Skeevy is the name of the puppet. Puppet. <laughs> and it's, I'm not joking. He has a puppet named Skeevy. That is a lunch bag. <laughs> That someone drew a face on for him, but he'll he'll do this puppet also. Nice. All right, Kitty, I'm getting the sign from my producer that all the lines are lit, and I got to take these calls. All right. All right, well, Kitty. Keep you, it up. Of course. Love you yourself. have a grand night, and say hi to Kitty for me. I will. Bye. Wally Wacky Man. What do you think about if we launched a cryptocurrency for you, Mike? Right? (laughs) AP Mike, what should we call it? Crypto? No, I'm kidding. You're not a creep. It's like, it's the character of AP Mike. Mike, it's a character. You're a good guy. Well, don't say that. It scares me. It's hard for him to separate the thing. Now what, it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I gotta... Look, Mike, I'll retire all this stuff. You just say the word. What? He said he wants me to retire. All right. Character of AP Mike does not exist anymore. Just back to my. It's like when Super. It's like when Clark Kent in Superman those movies when he gives up his powers, and then he has to go back and get them. You'll be back to get your powers instead of the Fortress of Solitude. It'll be the uh, the Quick Check, the Green Quick Check. No, in all seriousness, it wouldn't be called creep, though. I don't know who, first of all, I don't know who suggested that. I'm horrified. It was Somebody handed it to me on a piece of paper. One of the joke writers on the show slipped that to me. And I'm saying this, when I find out which one of you it is, 
You're suspended. Mike and Pat are going to see Ghosty, Ghosty Gotti next week. Are you going to see it during the show or are you going to see it before the show? Before. The other thing people are wondering, some guy sent me a picture of one of AP Mike's headshots, which are available at apmike.bandcamp.com. Which is a great site, which is, I mean, I go there. I go there often. I like to, I just like to, I like to just browse around and see what's new. It's, yeah, it's sagging a little bit. But the merch is still going strong. There's the AP Mike headshots. There's the masses shirts. And then there's the audio you've done. There's the, the blood trail, the story read by Charlie Morgan. There's Michael Perry, your hit song. I forgot about Breakfast with the King. I forgot about that one. But w- some dude sent me a picture of one of your headshots, Mike. Do you want to see the picture? Do you want to see what it looks like? Let's see, where is it? He sent me this thing. Let's see. Best use of the email is called Best Use of AP Mike's Headshot. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the headshot. And he's rolling joints on it. Uh-huh. And he's doing it also on the, with the friends of Tom card, which I'm not nuts about. <laughs> Although he did buy the podcast hall of fame headshot, the, the $20 yeah, headshot. Yeah. My, maybe my headshot can become this generation's white album. The white <laughs> album is what everybody rolled their joints on. Yeah. Back then. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the way I can market it. What about this? You take the headshot, because this is what this guy, this guy did this. He thought it would be funny to to do. Oh, and it's not even his, this bum. <laughs> Belongs to a friend. Yeah. What do you think about this? People, people get the headshots. Yeah. And we have a contest. Okay. Like where they put, where they can take the AP mic headshot, what they can do with it. Creative. And send pictures of it in. Yeah. Why don't you talking to Mike? You're halfway between. You're neither here nor there. Uh-huh. Get on the mic. I like the idea. Yeah. Because then the other thing, sell more headshots. Yeah, right. that too. There's a lot of them out there. I appreciate every, every person who's yeah. Yeah. bought, bought a headshot. <laughs> I'm sick of I'm sick. I'm sick of these ingrates who still. I'm I'm mad at the people who still don't have the headshot. Yeah, the people holding out. The hold. What are they waiting the for? The holdouts, yeah. What yeah. are they waiting for? Because you know the other thing they'll be, yeah. suddenly they'll be like, hey, there's no more headshots. What, are, what do you mean there's no more headshots? Yeah. I wanted a head. Yeah. yeah. We're plugging these things every week for years. You had your shot. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. But what about this? Uh, People can take the headshot and bring it to places or do things with it. And, and I just had, you know, you know what the idea that I would do with my own headshot? What's that? 
What's this? Come on. Come on. You could probably guess. What you would do with your own headshot. Yeah, what would I do? What would I, what would I use? Mike, it, it could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. A dartboard. <laughs> a dartboard that you'd use for a dartboard? Yeah. For your own? Yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> but, you know, that's one one idea. That's a, But I'm going to say this. The AP Mike Headshot Challenge, we should call it. Okay. People send pictures in. And... Who's Pat? Is Pat talking to Dudio? I think he's talking to the dog. Oh, I thought Pat was talking to Dudio. Lay down. <laughs> Sit. Like boy, that's a that's a, a weird dynamic out there, man. I'm glad I'm in here. You don't know what it, yeah. half of it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Pat's got his dog here tonight. I was not sure what was going on because he's like, lay down, lay down. All right, sit. <laughs> the AP Mike headshot challenge. People take the headshot and they bring it to places, do things with it. I'm gonna say this though, right off the bat. You're disqualified if, if it's in a urinal. I don't uh, want to see it. Don't even bother sending the picture. If it's in a toilet or a urinal, uh, disqualified. This is, there should be some level of, of, of respect to this. Unless they can do it in a creative way. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so, yes. Maybe like a funny caption, you uh-huh. know. Uh, so, yeah, the thing I just said about the toilet or urinal – as long as, as long as you think it's funny, <laughs> pretty much anything goes for me. Yeah, I'm I'm open to uh, any any creative endeavors. Yeah, this is a guy who got mad. I said crypto, <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> now, but he's saying, like, yeah, stick my head, headshot in a toilet. <laughs> as long as you're creative about it. No, but this is what you do. You go to apmike.bandcamp.com. You get your headshots. We'll allow old headshots. Part of me wanted to make it that it had to be new ones only for the contest, but Mike, the Mike clearly, I waved that. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you take them, you bring them around, you do whatever. You take pictures of it and you send it in. You tweet it or you or you email the pictures, and we'll see what people come up with. Yeah, yeah very good. All right, All right. Okay, get out. Both of you get out. The dog, Pat. Studio, Mike, all you, all you out, all four of you. Yeah. The number 201-332-3484. That's the number to call in. And yeah, we're back. We're doing a... Yeah, look. Maybe it's not a show that you're going to... It's not the most high energy one, but it's I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you tonight. We're going to do half hour power. I'm going to end the show a little early, then do half hour power. What do you think about that? Does that make sense? It's your show. It is. No, you're right. I appreciate that. It's nice of you to say it. I I take that. Mike, I don't take this stuff as insults anymore. I I took that as encouraging. It's your show. It's empowering what you just said. You know, and you know what I give you for that, Mike? Points. Because that, cause that concept now apparently belongs to any, anyone. Anyone can do that now. Yeah. 
But, you know, look. Yeah, let's let's end the show a little early. Then we'll do Half Hour Power, which is the best show post-show. Unscreened calls. We'll have all the, all the crew in here for that. And, yeah, you know, weird couple weeks. Weird couple weeks. Did the show last week. I didn't do the show last week. Did the show two weeks ago and, you know, I had a good time doing the show a couple weeks ago. I actually felt when I did the show a couple weeks ago. It almost felt like the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, that was a fun show. I could almost end the show with that, the the entire show. That could be the end. I could see not coming back after that one. I could see just ending it on that note. You know? And then, you know, I just had a, had a weird week after that. When I say I was thinking about ending the show, it's, no, it was encouraging. I was I was glad I was having so much fun doing it, and people were enjoying it and everything. And then, then had a really rough week, and it shut me down. I kind of had to deal with a bunch of stuff, and that's how it goes. Sometimes you got stuff to deal with, and sometimes when they all stack up like that, and there's some big ones in there. That is, you get knocked down and it is harder to get up than usual because that is life though. You get knocked down, you get back up, up, down, up, down, up, down. And the goal is to just try to stay up, but you know. Yeah, I got knocked down and I was out. I was down for a good week. I mean like down, down, but you know, that's life, man. That's life, baby. What are you going to do? You're going to ride the ride? Then you ride the ride. That's how it goes. And you know, when I was down, I said to myself one thing. I said, you know what? It might not be going your way right now, Tom. And you know what? It isn't going your way right now. But you know what you can do? You ride this out. You get back up and you stay up. Because you know you got some people in your corner. And I do have people in my corner. I know that. I know that. I'm doing this. I appreciate the people who come out and listen to this show every week and support me. And sure. Was it my... uh, Was I feeling great? No. But you know what? If you can ride it out, you ride it out and you get back up and it's all you can do. It's hard. I know it's hard. You think this is easy for me? No, it's not easy for me. It's not easy for you. But if you're one of the good people, and if you're listening to this, I would assume you're one of the good people. The world needs you right now more than ever. So you find whatever it is in you that can get you off the floor, off the couch, out of bed, and on your feet so that you can do something that makes the world a better place. And you do it. Because that's the only option you have now. Is to do the stuff that makes the world a better place. Because it is a rough world, man. And we gotta stand up. And we gotta do the right thing. And 
we gotta let people know that we stand on the side of goodness, not badness. And that is how we end the best show. With Rocky into fireworks. Into Xanadu!
Jesus. I can. I can feel it down in my plums. You're getting a nice bluish hue. Getting ready to take them to the farmer's market. His laugh, you hate his laugh too? Taking the imagination out of that is a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, my uncle was like, I was looking, my uncle got a recipe for like white friends and a hash brown. You know, my uncle was like, I was looking, my uncle got a recipe for like white friends and a hash brown. You know, my uncle was like, I was looking, my uncle got a recipe for like white friends and a hash brown. You know, my uncle was like, I was looking, my uncle got a recipe for like white friends and a hash brown.
Mike of Floral Park. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. I'm shocked you didn't bring your Yankee wool cap. It was. Crazy. I don't own a. I don't own a Yankee wool cap. One thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. Okay, and listen. This is a big moment. First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John, okay? It can't be. And if I see that as a commercial, I'll throw up. Enough. You make enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game. So I go over to them, about to give them their pizza. They start yelling for more pizza again. So I go up and, you know, I'm like playing around, ignoring them, you know, trying to make my job entertaining. Yeah. And they say again, more pizza, slave. Hold on, they called you a slave? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more pizza, slave. <laughs> That is not a safe place, gentlemen. That is not a safe place. We're getting ready. Alright, we get in there. 